Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Hate Journals. Pregnant AP, how are you? Yeah, is this my last recording? This is your official last recording. Before maternity leave. Before your official maternity leave. Which is perfect. Which is, I hate to break it to you, unpaid. Uh, Well, actually, (laughs) I gotta tell you. Yeah. I have an assistant working for me commission. Really? So. Fun. I'm gonna be paid the whole time. Are you? <laughs> nice. I know. That's really good. Big difference from first baby to second baby. Um, yeah. The first baby I was in a studio apartment with my <laughs> then fiance. Yes. And um, you know, people told us we couldn't do it. Did they? And uh, naysayers will be naysayers. You guys did it. You guys really oh hunkered gosh, down you and you guys did it. Oh, I remember. Oh my gosh. And it was uh-huh. so fun. It was so fun having that like little piece of history for us. Like yeah. Kane being in a tiny studio while we're like up and coming, getting our lives together. You even had his little nook. I remember that little nook <sighs> in the area so where his crib cute, was. It was right? so cute. No, it was just a changing table. And then we just had a bassinet. Yeah. The whole time until we moved into our house. You guys did it. You guys did the damn thing. We are a real American fucking dream story. A real Truly. come up. A real come up story. Yeah, How we was are. your week? Um, this is my official like well, I'm still working up until my due date, but this is like my official last day of work work week. Where yeah. I was like, I need to make it through this weekend. Yeah. Do you it. just need to make it through. Just making it through. That's the the, the theme. Just make it through. We should have made some shirts that just said make it make through. Make it through. Just I actually get saw this guy who really inspired me <laughs> walking down the road. Where like, was I this? Was, it was like Center Street, like downtown. Mm-hmm. And he's like trudging. And he was in teal leggings. Ooh. Fringe, boot, but, ooh. fringe booties. Ooh. A crop top. Shaved head with um, some shadow on his eyes. He was just living his best life. And I just thought, Alicia, if he's out here doing him, you need to be doing you. (laughs) Okay? Nobody feels bad for you. He has – it's a little chilly, and he has his crop top, and he has his shadow all smeared over his face. And you know what? He looks like he's doing fine. Yeah, well, he was, like, channeling summer. Like, a lot of us right now are channeling summer. I just thought watching him in those fringe boots. And it wasn't, okay, it's not like he was, like, a glorious, like, there's sometimes when you see a drag queen, right? Because he's obviously some sort of cross-dresser or something. Um, And they're very glamorous. Like, I've watched cross-dressing videos and makeup videos because I think they have a lot of hot tips. Obviously, I dumb it down. But right, right. <laughs> I yeah, just, yeah, obviously. I, I mean, they really do. You mean your do. eyebrows are on the, the top of your right. forehead? Um, and I do have more of a delicate features in general. Right, right. But I will say. Sometimes, he sometimes. He actually looked like he had just come off the construction site. Like, there was nothing, like. Listen, he was, like, boots to the death. floor. He, yeah. Yeah, he was like, I'm in a hurry, but yeah. I got to throw this quick yeah, shadow gotta on. throw it together. Got to throw a nice lip on, and I got to get out of here. So I just, like, stopped feeling sorry for myself. Yeah, you were just like, I can do this. If yeah. he can do this, mm-hmm. if they can do this, yeah. I can do this. And one more thing I learned from seeing a man like that was, like, you know, sometimes it's okay to not always be perfect. <laughs> it is. Well, you know what, too? It is also okay to, like, live your dream. Like, if you look in the mirror and you're just like, bitch, got it, beat it, done. Or like, sometimes you you're like, there. sometimes you're, you know what I think he said? That'll do. That, sometimes Which you just is sometimes, like, do. just an okay mentality right. to have, right? Like, we are so hard on ourselves, but I just enjoyed that he didn't really beat himself up too bad. No, uh, clearly. <laughs> I uh, uh, had an episode like that on Monday, um, 
so I haven't been sleeping particularly great and um, a couple reasons why. So first, uh, my husband's back is still out. Mm. And uh, this has been problematic, you guys. This has been very problematic. And so I went to therapy this week and I was talking to my therapist and uh, she was just like, how's your week going? And I said, you know, I'm just like really annoyed. Mm -hmm. She was like, well, what's going on? And I said, Bill, it's Bill. It's Bill on his back. Like, it's still out and it's super fucking annoying. Mm. And uh, I said, but I feel really bad because that's an awful thing to say to somebody when they are clearly in pain. And she looked at me in my eyes. Said men are pussies. No. She leaned forward, too, for it when she delivered it. And she goes, "Um, yeah, well, weak people annoy you. I said, I'm sorry? What what do you mean? Because, by the way, I want to remind you guys, when she's saying this, that means that is an observation that once an hour, one hour, four hours a month, that she is somehow, over a period of time, she has looked at me from the words that I have been using and figured out, that when people are in pain, they annoy me. And then I said to her, well, obviously not. Like, I work in medical. I love my patients. I am very empathetic. Truly, I am. She's like, no, no. Like, at work, you are truly empathetic because that's where that's where it lies. But when you leave those doors, uh, anyone else in your life who's bitching and complaining really annoys you. Yeah. And I had to take that and swallow it. And I yeah. thought, all right, you know what? I'm going to work on that. Yeah. I'm going to work on that. Yeah. And I would honestly tell you, too, as your friend, if you had one of those husbands that was, like, always, like, there's always a problem. Yes. If he was I a would be like, you are wild. Because it is so frustrating when they, it's, like, you know, there's an echo in the room. You're like, God, I kind of have a headache. And someone's like, oh, my God, I have a headache. It's, like, right behind the eyes. Right. Right. right and then right. I'm like, well, mine's behind my fucking knees. And right. And I'd be like, well, it's, like, right behind the knee, right? Do we eat something? And it's, like. Fuck off. Just bring like, it down Like, no a one notch. can be sicker or have, like, that kind of shit. I cannot. It's the one-upper. Yeah. It's the one-upper. No one. Yeah, I can't. That's when I get fresh annoyed. Because, like, my first instinct when I see somebody in pain is to be like, oh, no, I'm not going to lie. I don't really. <laughs> no, I gonna, hate it. It's so annoying. You and I are 100% it's the same so person. It's so annoying. Like, in I'm, a lot of ways. thank God I didn't go into the medical field because I always assume people are just drama. Right. Drama. I've seen some really horrible things. So I know for sure. Like sometimes I'm looking at like legs hanging off and I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. You're clearly in pain. Let me tell you, my aunt broke her leg. Uh-huh. Her, excuse me, she broke her uh, ankle in my home. <laughs> this is horrible. I'm a horrible person. And she was in a lot of pain. Right. It was clearly not okay. Right. You know when it's like going different directions, right. not okay? <laughs> Right. She was traumatized. Right. Normal reaction. Her, I'm state, stating here and now, she was normal in the right. reaction. I was in the wrong. You were like, grab a band aid, bitch. I wasn't like, grab a band aid, but she was like shaking and stuff. And I remember thinking, like, okay, uh, come okay, on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> How fucking terrible is that? No, when Keith. And that is horrible. Ian has yes. told me, like, I'm a sociopath because I was like, Come on. (laughs) So can I tell you what she told me? And it kind of made me feel better. Yeah. She was just like people like you from like 
being a little kid, you've yeah. always had to be super strong. Yeah. So when you've always been that way, when you have other people in your life and they're not rising to the occasion, you're just like, but I don't understand the issue here. So I guess that's my thing, too, because we've- You know what I mean? Yes, a thousand percent. And then it made percent. me, I was like, oh, okay, well, so I there's a reason so why I'm not I'm a sociopath. So I'm not a sociopath. This is, this is how I've been right. raised. But I definitely did apologize to my husband, and I was just like, I'm really going to try to work on that. I'm working on it, it too. And I'm going to love with I relate- I, I hope that it's a 40-year-old, like, goal. Like, I hope by 40, I'm a little bit easier because I know it's definitely not going to happen in the next year. Right. I, I'm just being honest. Uh, right. I don't plan on being uh, any more sympathetic than I have It's been. not a light switch. I can't just it, not be annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I wake up annoyed. You know what I mean? Like, I wake up already frosty. My husband has said the words to me, which I should be more ashamed of, but I'm not. Why are you like this? <laughs> second to my second favorite yes. phrase he's ever said to me, which is, <laughs> what was the first one I said? Why are you like this? And who did this to you? Or like <laughs> something fucking wild. Like, but it wasn't funny. It wasn't a joke. No, no, he was being. He was like. He was being serious. He was like this isn't normal like you are so wild like oh my husband has literally said to me the words can you he goes he'll be like so you're coming in real hot this morning what's going on did you not sleep well because he can tell immediately but like i'm not sleeping well um because he's not sleeping well and so when your partner doesn't sleep well you don't sleep well but on monday finally i was just like i had had no sleep and when i tell you that i just limped my face on it looked like a clown had put on my makeup and you know when you're just like i don't give truly uh, any fucks yeah, if i, I scare small children you <laughs> you were all related that, we were all really like i no, it, it was, was a pretty mood. rough it was a real it was mood. a definite i mood. wanted to take a picture and be like mood but i didn't want anybody to think i was making fun of him no. it was just like such a mood it was just like so just he was on because anyone who's ever put on eyeshadow knows you have your good days and you have your bad. You know what I mean? Oh, like, it's like uh, eyeliner. You can really it. tell where I'm at with my eyeliner. Oh, you can definitely tell where I am with my eyeliner. You can tell if my face just looks like a ghost, and I'm black, so that's saying something. Yeah, uh, truly. Yeah, but I. Uh, so I've been watching The Outsider on HBO. Ugh. Amazing, you guys. Ten out of ten. Ten out of fucking ten. I watched. I caught up uh, last night, which was a horrible idea. Uh, Bill and I watched the last two episodes because you know I like to binge watch, so I like to save two, watch them back to back. That's a good idea. Well, I watched it at ten o'clock at night. No you one told me. watch any supernatural stuff. First after of all, eight. bitch, I didn't know we were going supernatural. I didn't know we were taking a left to creepy town. I didn't know the devil was going to pop out mid fucking episode on episode four. I didn't know that. And I was a shook. It kept me up all night. I'm not kidding. Four o'clock in the morning. I'm wide awake watching Life Below Zero because I'm just like, you know what? Keep your mind busy. The devil's not in the house. Oh he can't gosh. get us. Pray. Are you sure the devil popped out? Yeah, oh, you don't. Maybe I'm not caught up. Maybe you're not caught I'm up. I'm actually kind of glad you said something. Well, the devil didn't pop up. Well, he kind of did, but they kind of revealed what they are dealing with. Okay. Which is the devil, right. essentially, right. by called by a different name. Right. You guys, Sorry. it is spoiler and that's alert. Not... <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm not spoiling for anybody. No, I mean, because if you're watching it's the show. very interpretive. It is. So you're interpreting it that way. So Correct. no, that is not a spoiler alert. No, it is not. But what a wild and uh, fantastical show. Yes. Absolutely we in love are, with that show. Even Ian, who he's like, here, when he knows I'm fresh annoyed, he's like, here, let's put on some murder. 
let's cheer you up. <laughs> right, right, you sociopath. Let's put on some murder. Let's get you calm down. Yeah, sometimes if let's he knows you I'm in a real fresh zone. mood, he's like, right. criminal minds. I know you like it when the psychopaths. Do you like a little uh, CM, little criminal minds? If I'm trying to wind down. That's oh, that's what you go to. Oh yeah, you know how majority of people go to the office, right? I go to Criminal Minds. So I have been trying not to do it at night lately because I find that it can give me anxiety sometimes. For sure. Well, especially on some shit you really relate to, where you're yes. like, "That is me." Like I, I can't don't like see, it when like, the house looks like you know. But I gotta say, one thing I do love about my husband is I feel like we would give some people a real ride. Oh. Uh, a for real sure. Ride. Like, for like, sure. Like, when I see some of these couples who get attacked and they're just like, oh, and they drop the popcorn bowl and it's right, like, right, eh, eh, right. Eh, eh. No. No. I know that Ian is going, like, I'm biting throats out and <laughs> Ian's getting crazy. <laughs> like, it's going to be the Rocky Horror show. Yes, and we're show. not victim shaming, so please stop. We're talking about, like, even fic- fictional shows. This is a fictional show. Like, I, I am talking about, like, if you come into my house. Yeah, if you're a victim and we're dead asleep, I'm not I'm not making any delusions. Like, you're going to fucking rock us. Right. I'm just saying, if my husband catches somebody off the side, like, we're not the type to be like, oh, please leave. Right. Or Take you, all the money and the keys. Or I'm you fucking you fucking up on the psychopaths. Site. No victim shaming. Seriously. Can we just like dive into this really fast? Oh, absolutely. Please. So this is the one thing I don't get. And me and Ian have had these. You know how it's important before marriage to have like financial conversations and like beliefs. Oh, I know where you're going. Yes. Okay. Me and Ian have had our murder sociopath conversation. I said, if a guy holds a gun to my head, tosses you a ligature and says, tie her up. Right. Right. or I'm going to shoot her in the head. I said, one, I want to let him shoot me in the head. And you bum rush that motherfucker. Cause bum I, rush before him. Before he, once you tie me up and he shoots you in the head, and then I have to deal with all that bullshit, one, I'm not forgiving you. <laughs> I just want you to know. Like, I'm going to be really pissed. When we come back and we're reunited and you like right. go to run up to me at St. Peter's Gate. And I'm like, going to be, be like, real in no, my feelings. No, real in my feelings. Real in Get my the feelings. fuck out of here. Right. Like I'm divorcing you in heaven. Because here's the thing. I'm probably going to make it out of this situation because I'm going to choke out a motherfucker. I'm not letting not go Not if my I'm arms. in a fucking bukkake bind or whatever the <laughs> fuck he instructs him to do. Like, dude, I'm being dead serious. A when they bind. fucking... Toss him the and this yeah. always happens. They're like, okay, he ha- he said we'd be fine. No, I mean, always liar. He's already in the house with a gun to your head. Like he doesn't play by the rules. No, <laughs> he's not the kind of guy that is keeping his promises. Thank you. He's That's all he's I'm already saying. broken the laws of social promises. Right, so which is not- my locked ass door. Said you can't come in. Correct. Okay, so we know he's a liar. Right. Scoundrel. Scoundrel, if you will. <laughs> if you will. Yes. So when he says, tie her up, she's going to be fine. Me and you are going to chit chat. Right. And you don't, like, you're not, if you're not in heavy betting debts, honestly, and this is not a fucking loan shark, no, bro. No. I would rather be shot in the head. I have said that to my husband. Here's my thing. Like, I mean that. I truly wanted to know with my husband what are all the possible out? Like, if somebody comes in, what are the scenarios and what are we doing? Like, I need you to know that we are such a hyped group over at the Sergeant household that we're not even getting to the point where we're hearing you to say, I'm going to need you to, to tie this bitch up. 
Like, my husband, and you know, he's pretty wild. He like, wild. There's probably not going to be an opportunity to be like, all right, man, just just tie her up and do everything like, I, I say. I feel really safe with my husband. I uh, really yes. do. Oh, but I like, do. But, like, Bill is... Wild. Wild. Like, I don't know why anyone would ever want to fuck no, with No, it wouldn't be a good day. It'd be a bad no, house Let me tell you something. If somebody hit me in God forbid in traffic and, like, killed yeah. me, he is lighting the town on fire. They're going to have to put him in prison. thousand percent. 100%. He is not fucking around. My man yeah. is... He yeah. is like the kind of he's the down motherfucker. Ian is too. I like will the say, prison guy. He's the prison guy. Yeah. That you're like, hey, we're gonna shank the guy who's been touching kids in fucking uh, yeah. cell A one, and he's like, all right, give me the shank. I got yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's like sharpening not. sharpening sporks and right shit. on his teeth. Yeah. Like you don't want to mm-hmm. fuck with my husband. He's not. You know, I gotta say, Ian too. He's like, touched by an angel. Yeah, he will. Or something. Well, you hear some of these things, and the guys just like tie up their wives and then tie themselves. It's just a bizarre thing. Because I think so me and Ian a, had a to run of, over know, that fear. Well, some well, people are fear ridden. Yes, and they don't. I'm they just really saying, believe. I'm one with Jesus. <laughs> I'm not afraid to die. What I am afraid of is going through whatever sick idea this dude has. Sick idea. I'm sorry that you got a. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had a face mask turn you on one time right and when now, you were nine years old and now you want to put a mask on my ass cheeks and do and things. make it a thing yeah i'm sorry not i not tonight no well and that's what my therapist said she was so cute she was like okay listen if you get anxiety at night like i want you to run through every scenario she goes let's be real like you've kept yourself alive all these years and you've been in some weird fucking situations so like just know that if somebody breaks into your house like you are going to probably handle the situation and I was like, you know what? Yeah. You're right. You're uh, truly. She like it, it made me it did make me feel better. It's not that I don't have confidence in myself. It's just the thought of somebody coming when you have shit to lose, when you have a kid and you have a husband oh and you have God. shit to lose. I, that shit keeps you up at night. Dude, so that For is the real, one though. thing I was just talking to some clients about this today. This could be our thing is you know, a lot of people have been talking about, you know, we're all at that, like, starting our families or, like, in the family, like, in it, though. Like, a right. few kids deep in it right. at this point. And I will say the only negative about having a family, because I've never been happier in my entire life. Right. The biggest negative of having kids for me is I have never had anxiety. I mean, you've known me for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty cool as a cucumber. Yeah. The biggest anxiety of my life is my son. Right. Where is he at? Is he driving? Is there somebody out there? Is there a drunk driver? Um, is he in his harness? If somebody hits him from that side, oh my God. It is the most, yes. So it when is you the have biggest shit, mind fuck. When you have shit to lose, I totally agree. It is a huge mind fuck, which is why I like to simmer down with criminal minds. <laughs> Wait, because I like to be prepared. Because the chances uh, right. of somebody fucking T-boning me versus somebody BTK number two. Coming, coming in. to get me, <clears throat> those those odds are higher, and I need to focus on that. I I think that way, but then I also think like I'm pretty cute, like I'm pretty adorable, and uh, sometimes I like I I'm can just woo. Gonna tell you, I'm gonna I can you this. I can woo, I can woo even strangers accidentally. No, me and you are not the we we are not the type. I'm telling <laughs> you, I love you. Oh I'm no, a, nobody like, wants to fuck with us. Uh, and I'm not saying that to be cocky. And I'm, I'm just saying my head, I have too like, many problems. I'm a lot of problems. I'm a lot of problems. You don't want them. My I'm going to curse sisters, you out. You know. I'm going to talk shit to you. I'm totally, going to make you feel small. Totally. I'm going to talk about your dick and your mom. All of it. And I'm gonna, you're probably going to shoot me before we even get down yeah. to what you planned on yeah. doing. Because I be know real. you're a homosexual. Right. <laughs> 
has nothing to do with homosexuals. I'm just saying a lot of this comes from like some pent up things that you haven't come with. And we're going to talk about <laughs> right. it. Right. We got to work it out. We got to work it out. Yeah, I mean, one way Ian or another. actually just was watching one of my real segments. And he goes, man, a lot of these are, you know, pent up gay guys. And we're I'm rushing, like, yeah, yeah, that's a really intense yeah. thing, right? To not be able to be yourself on top of clearly mental illness. Well, being a fucking sociopath. Well, right. And I'm just saying, like, just do it. You know, your mom's going to be fine. The problem is, is not just about being gay. The problem is, is that on top of maybe being a homosexual or trying to figure out your sexuality, a lot of these motherfuckers develop real weird quirks. So speaking of, have you watched? um, No. You haven't. I know. I got so busy this weekend. Well, that was just going to really hammer in the point because I want to make it clear again. We're not talking about homosexuality being the problem. We're so- I'm just oh, saying like, a lot of repressed feelings of who you truly are. A and lot a lot of, men, of these men, of men it women is their sexuality. Like women who want to eat pussy aren't running around popping off and shooting people in the fucking face. Well, they're not Jeffrey Dahmer. I'll no, tell you that. But there I'm are never... a lot of dudes who really are not accepted for who they are. They're raging out. And when you sometimes mix steroids and um, unhealthy habits and you hang out with shitty people, you can make some shitty decisions. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that was my week. I just didn't sleep. I'm just like wide awake. I do not feel tired, but I know. So, so I, that is I'm anxiety. Gonna, that, oh, it's definitely anxiety. You are and, having major bouts of anxiety. Right. But I'm definitely dealing with it with the brain. And the outsider truly. is awful to watch if you have anxiety the, it the, gave the me third anxiety episode was fine but that end of the fourth really got well me. the problem is is too for me it's not the supernatural thing which i've always had anxiety about but i know how to shut that down i know how to shut it down with jesus right, right. it's the dead kids so supernatural shit doesn't get me and the de- <sighs> dead kids don't get me it's um because i know it's fictional it's the devil gets me because the devil is a real thing and I don't want him popping well, up anywhere. Super ne- well, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? I was classifying Okay, but I do together. have, let's take a weird left turn out of Supernatural, <laughs> a.k.a. the devil. And let's take a real left turn into what Bill and I watched right before we watched The Outsiders, which was Bigfoot Girl. That's right. There is a documentary out there called Bigfoot Girl. And it is about a woman who s- said she saw Bigfoot when she was like seven and she no, remembers she it in detail, except the entire documentary is talking nothing about Bigfoot. Rarely. I mean, it is an hour and 10 minutes. And I honestly, at first, I was like, how can we make it through this? But when Bill and I made it, and that's one thing I love about my husband. He is just like so much fun. He's like, no, no, no. We got to make it through this whole entire <laughs> documentary. And when I tell you that we made it through, and at the very end, I looked at him and I go, but they only talked about Bigfoot for a smooth 10 minutes. Like That was the get. That, <laughs> what did we just watch? You got to know her. So you guys have to watch it. I'm not going to spoil it for you like I did The Outsiders. I want everybody. It's a documentary. I'm pretty sure it's either on Showtime or HBO. One of the two or like IFC or something. It does, does, does it matter? I can guarantee you this awful film is on YouTube. Just go into YouTube. And Google uh, uh, Bigfoot Girl. It is I, amazing. I I understand what you're saying. Oh, about, we're obsessed like... with it. I want to go to a Bigfoot rally. Like, okay. So my thing with the Bigfoot people are like mythical people who are like always trying to prove <laughs> right. this shit. I'm just like, I love that. That is a big deal to you. Like, um, if it, we saw Bigfoot being yes. dead serious, I mean, what is it any more of an anomaly than like a giant whale? Or a giant crocodile or a giant gorilla. 
that doesn't even, that's not what gets me. What gets me is, is that you want me to believe that we live in 2020, where Steve Jobs had to die for me to have the kind of Zoom in that I have right now <laughs> on my phone. And you're telling me nay a person has used a current phone to catch a, a foot, a hand, hair, hair in the wind. Nothing? Just nothing. Like, we're oh not catching God. anything. So that's what really gets me. And so you have all these people that are literally holding conventions, making T-shirts, getting wealthy but off like, of why Bigfoot. Is it a big deal? Because it's a big dude, man. He's living out in the wild. <laughs> he's fucking just, creepy. Here's my thing, too. Is it just one? No. Oh, I'm no. So that's already been proven. There are multiple Bigfoot that multiple. live in multiple regions. There's female Bigfoots. There's been baby Bigfoot. They, they, people have seen little baby big, Bigfoots. What if it was just like a baby gorilla? Uh, not according to these people because okay. they could see the whites of their eyes and they could see mm-hmm. this is i mean are and they the like guy that was talking last night or are they like just strictly different monkeys no they're not monkeys these are a species that a lot of people believe that are in between monkeys mm-hmm. like apes like apes specifically okay like gorillas yeah and human beings okay okay so like this one guy last night was just like breaking it down for us like we were all idiots. He was yeah. like, uh, "Guys, they're eating nothing but berries, okay? Uh, they they don't have a lot so of energy long. to make a lot homes. of acai, right? <laughs> they don't have a lot of energy lot of to make uh, an actual hut because they're living off berries. Because you know how many calories it would take for them to like exist a day if they were living off of meat? Come on, guys, use your brains. And I was like, use oh, your brain. You know what? You make mm-hmm. a lot of sense, sir. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Look at grizzly bears." I'm like, "They eat salmon." So, so shut the fuck. And up. how are like how is Bigfoot not eating a grizzly? Grizzlies eat everyone. They literally. Well, how eat is everything. he not fashioning a saddle and riding it, or a horse, <laughs> like a really big stallion? I have yet to hear one person just be like, "I came across a Bigfoot and he was eating a big ass turkey leg." It was wild. <laughs> He was popping berries. He was was popping berries. He was making a quick smoothie in the forest. Um, It scared me. It startled me. He threw berries at me and said, boo, bitch, get out of here. So we're going to take another really interesting side turn because I just want to share this with you. I thought it was so funny and I feel like you will think it's so funny too. You know when somebody tells you something that is very much common knowledge? Right. They're like, did you know? Dot, dot, dot. And you're like. Maybe you even think they're joking. Right. Because it's so... Common knowledge. Yes. Right. My husband, I just want everybody to know, because I think this is so funny. He looked at me and said, oh my gosh, did you know coffee is a diuretic? Yeah, that's why every time you drink one in the morning, you have to shit your <laughs> brains, brains out immediately. Out. <laughs> so I Like finally, it blew his mind. It, but you guys, <clears throat> this... That's like extraordinarily common knowledge, right? Right. Like Everyone you, knows that if you're not having a bowel movement, yeah, you drink, drink a, a nice cup of coffee, cup a nice of steeping hot cup of coffee in the morning, and it'll really rev the day. Even, and and I'm sorry, but we've all made the mistake of like being on a road trip. Oh. You're just starting the road trip. You grab a yeah. cup of Joe from your local Seven Eleven. All have, and then you're in the car with a group of friends, and you're like, "We have got to pull over." Yeah, and they're just like, "What's going on?" And you're like, "Bitch, I need jerky. Just pull the fucking car over, okay?" <laughs> so I can go drop these fucking kids off at the fucking pool real quick, okay? Because we've 100%, all been there, right? Hundred percent. I always like to do the coffee an hour in, right? Because then you can do a quick loop around the drive. Right. Yeah, there's a whole thing. There's a whole thing. I, he just cracked me up not knowing that, like. I mean, that just like blew my mind. And then I realized over time that probably he has been taking a nice dump every time he drinks a cup of coffee. And just assumed he had amazing bowels? No, he just assumed that it only happened to him. (laughs) 
Do you know what I mean? Like to the he's point like, where he had to Google oh, it. Coffee doesn't agree with me. No, because he was Googling things last night and he was like looking at um, natural diuretics. Like they were saying like fresh apple juice, prune juice right. and coffee. And he was just, I'm like, one, the prune juice, like it's in every major film. Like, co- like it's a very common knowledge thing. And he was just like. Even the coffee thing is in a lot of comedies, right? It's like a lot of fun, yes! tongue in cheek, like coffee. I, um. It, it's so funny. But does me. your husband do the thing where, like, he tells you something that's supposed to, like, just blow your hair right off your head? And then you're like, yeah, dumb, duh, duh dumbass. I already knew that. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, did you? And you're like, yes, I did know. Yeah. Like the rest of America. Yeah. We all knew. I just wanted to put him on blast for that. I think that's hilarious. Thank you. I thought you would because I almost texted you. I don't know why. It just really oh, uh, got to me. Yeah. Because I love how genuine he is about these certain things. Oh, just pure shock. Just, did you know? So I do that to Bill a lot. I'll say something. I'll say like, uh, did you know that um, bears don't really hibernate? And, and uh, you know, I'll be reading something and he'll go out of nowhere, just like fucking Wikipedia. And he'll be like, yeah, I either do squirrels. Like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? He's like, yeah, either do squirrels, uh, skunks, um, lizards. <laughs> yeah, a lot of there's a lot of animals that like you people think that they hibernate and they truly don't. I'm like, how do you know that? He's like, I'm just full of like useless information, <laughs> like Jeopardy useful, useless, Gen- like oh, truly, truly useless information. But I will tell you guys, I'm super psyched. Uh, when AP came into the studio, I had my Truly, my giant Truly. They came out with a 24-ounce Truly. And when I tell you that I got giddy in 7-Eleven about this Truly, it's, it's a game changer. It's yeah. a game changer. You mean I don't have to buy a whole 12-pack? <laughs> I can just buy one giant Truly and just call it a night? Oh, I'm going to sleep like an angel tonight. I was like, oh, uh, anxiety's not going to keep me up tonight, bitch, because this Truly is about to have me fast asleep yeah fucking fast asleep um okay so we are gonna do a couple hot hot tops some hot, hot goss a little hot goss hot goss hot um tops. first thing of course let's just talk about kobe bryant yeah so sad i woke up really early um i had to go to church and i shouldn't say i had to i wanted to go to church and uh i right before i left the house i logged on and it had just happened four minutes before like minutes before I logged on to my computer and I was just shook. And at first I was like, fucking TMZ. You guys are always fucking around reporting shit that isn't fucking true. It's not funny. And then I went on Twitter and Twitter was just blowing up and I immediately started crying. It was so sad. And then it was like reports that his daughter was in there. And then everyone was like, no, his daughters are all at home. They're safe. And then, and then it later obviously got reported that sadly his daughter was with him. Yeah, I could not imagine being that wife. I mean, of course, it's a great loss to lose anybody, really, especially who was trying to make a difference in the community right. and right. the world. I mean, and he really was doing a lot in the basketball realm for, like, youth, which I thought was really oh, a great thing to be doing with your millions of dollars, basically. Well, and we grew up with Kobe. Like, I mean, I grew up watching and Kobe and the Lakers and just them being such a huge force and especially on the West Coast like it's It's, big time it's definitely interesting to see how it impacted males 
Oh, specifically because so that was big like thing. it was very special to see that. I never had a very personal connection with Kobe Bryant, so this wasn't. I probably I imagine like maybe as a young girl when Princess Di died, you know, like just that like right. connection that people felt with that overwhelming right. loss. I didn't necessarily feel that as a wife and a mother, though, to lose your husband and child in the same day. That was what really got me on top of the eight other one entire family died. Well, they still had two kids left. Husband, wife and their daughter. And they still have two kids left. And then one family's mom. And then I'm going to be honest with you. This is kind of the only situation that irks me about, you know, it being Kobe's death is that. There was nine people, eight, yes, nine people total dead. Yes. And we can only list two of their names. Well, and here's what I will say about that. So I have a couple of, I have a couple thoughts about that. So number one, I actually see it as a really good thing in the beginning because those family members do not deserve to find out, unfortunately, the way that they found out. If my husband and kid died, I don't want to find out on fucking social media you know, I want them to come to me in my private home, tell me what the fuck is going on. And I want to have a minute to, like, try to even wrap my brain around that. Can you imagine okay. just, like, going and getting coffee, going to warm up your bagel, you fucking your phone's buzzing off the fucking hook, and you look online, and it's about your fucking kid and husband? I don't you think know? that's how she found out. That's 100% how Vanessa found out. It's 100% how their kids found out. The kids of uh, the Torellis, that's how they all found out, was because it blew up. TMZ reported it and and spoke about it before any of the fucking family members even got fucking... I, I, I saw it on my phone four minutes after it happened. And they knew it was Kobe Bryant. No, I was listening to... I don't think that's accurate because I was listening to the police talk about it. Because they had the where where the helicopter crashed, they actually had to get a bulldozer up there because they was there was no road access. Right, they didn't even know who was in this helicopter. They did not know, but TMZ did know. TMZ knew before anybody, before the sheriff's office even made a report. Fucking TMZ. And I understand. Listen, Mm. I know that they put out a thing saying like we're just doing our job. We're reporting shit. But, like, you can report shit and not release the names until the fucking victims of the family have been fucking announced. The 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 other people that were in the helicopter, no one knew. But they knew for sure it was Kobe Bryant. They didn't even know the daughter. So can you imagine literally being someone's wife, picking up your phone, and you are watching and hearing, and it's not even confirmed yet. The police haven't gotten a hold of you. Uh, people are blowing up your phone. The internet's going crazy. And no one from the police department has even been able to confirm that was your husband. That was your fucking child. They couldn't even confirm. They assumed whoever, I can't remember who did the video, but it must have been either they were able to know the tail end, see the tail of the plane. I don't know. Fucking TMZ is the fucking worst. I just, I understand that we have tabloids. I understand that. Yeah. And I understand that these people are famous. And I do get that they choose to live their lives in public. But I do believe that there is a time when we have to draw a line in the sand yeah. and go, okay, like someone's someone's whole family, like two, three families, four families Dude. were 100% impacted by this fucking crash. Oh, yeah, and to crazy. not give these people 
the courtesy of letting the sheriff's department go to their homes and tell them individually, I would never want to find out that way. I just, that is my actual nightmare to have to find out on the news versus finding out by them coming to my home. Well, and then you're at this point, you're like, oh my God, please don't be true. And well, that's the thing like is, can you imagine? Hope. I, um, I didn't follow it too Well, they closely. had to put her in the, I think she, they had to check her into the hospital um, Vanessa, because she was so distraught before oh they had God, even, yeah. by the time they'd even confirmed it, she was so, you know. Yeah, I all the I didn't members. follow it too closely. I'm not going to lie. I know a lot of people are, are different about it. I just think anything like this happening to a family is just fucking pure tragedy. Yes, and it's unfortunately, really awful. the things that I listen to, um, I just listen to a lot of tragedy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I really do. And and I, he's a basketball player, and it's a very big deal for a lot of people. Um, I just think a husband and a child dying is always a big deal. Yes, and a whole family dying is... Oh, my God, an entire... And all of those victims. So I just think it's, it's crazy to lose somebody. The only thing I can wrap my head around with, like, the fame of it, so I don't get irritated at all of these people taking it so personally is the fact that he was a huge icon for a lot of young men that are now adult men. Right. And he really did work really hard to get where he was at in basketball. He did. And to lose something like that is, it is special. And to see how many men it impacted was actually a very touching it was, it was very I just touching. didn't realize because, I mean, I, I wasn't an avid basketball Kobe well, and we fan. Don't, well, we, uh, first of all, we don't live in a city that's a huge basketball city. We're not even a big football city. Right. Um, but in L.A., it's a different story. L.A. doesn't fuck around about their basketball. They don't fuck around about their baseball. They truly don't. Like, they are. Yeah. Lakers no, fans right. are hardcore Laker fucking fans. And so anyone dying from the Lakers... That's like Michael Jordan dying, you know, God forbid. It's all, it's the same for me with with like Michael Jackson dying when people were like, okay, well, that's completely weeping and weeping and weeping. And to me, it's different. It's just blows my mind that just like this, the fame part of it. It's just, it's crazy. I mean, I definitely don't find Michael Jackson's death tragic by any means. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Any means. Bye, Michael Jackson. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good luck in Satan's town. Um, (laughs) But I will tell you that his wife, uh, she did um, release a statement today. And I'm not going to read the whole thing. But it was very nice. It was very gracious. She really thanked. She said, you know, it was amazing to see the millions of people that, like, came out to support her and... The family. She said that she did yeah. get a lot of people who poured out and, and supported um, all of the families. But I will um, drop on here. They are doing a fundraiser for the other families that were affected by the tragedy. Um, and so th- she is asking people to go to mambaon3.org. That's M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org to go and donate if you feel so inclined, if you were a huge fan, or even if you just feel awful yeah about it you can go online and you can donate um which is going to help again for the families and they also have a link on there for um the girls basketball team which is what they were going to go yeah the, oh it's just fucked man oh man it just uh, <sighs> just gives me it turns up my anxiety even more i know it really does turn up and it's so i just could not imagine losing it's tragic for anyone right so you know what's crazy though yeah. i will say is 
I will if Ian was lost, I'm a mother. I have to push on. I just have to. No, of I have to be this thing. I think losing a child, I just don't know how people come like how you they don't. They come do back not. from it. You it's don't it's just fucking crazy. I can't even wrap my head around it. It's like unnatural. It's kind of funny. It is unnatural. It's it's so unnatural. It's just when you it's like you know when you see people who are losing their parents in mm-hmm. in a nice old age and right. they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, it's time. She's tired." Like it, there's this weird like acceptance. Like it's right. like mom's tired. She need, you know, she's tired. It's right. time. Right. And it's usually within their last their last legs, right? Right. And um, everybody's okay. It's like, you know, usually whatever parents passing along is having this like kind of acceptance moment. You know, they say a lot of things like just waking up another day (laughs) and then you're just kind of running out the clock. If you're just like cleaning up the dribble, like, I love you. I love you. I love you. I'm here. I'm holding your hand. Right. But you're going to need to scoot towards that light. (laughs) Right. Scoochie, scoochie towards the old lady. It's a very natural progression of things. Right. To lose your child is – you cannot fathom it. There is no yes. – like, I, I was literally last... scrolling through Instagram on a 30-minute break, and I, there was some kids with cancer, and I'm like, nope. Nope. Like, oh, no. There, that nope. kind of shit I cannot even Dude. wrap my brain around. No. There was uh, – I can't remember what celebrity it is, but uh, she's a celebrity mom who lost her child. And she said, uh, sadly, Vanessa is going to join the group of women – who do not want to keep living but have to because they have children. And I was like, Fuck, yep, that is pretty much. It's so funny. That's... Well, it's not funny at all. It's what I said to Ian. I was just like, yeah. I have another child. You have to keep going. And but I you do will, not want to. But pretty much just. Life is pretty much done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you obviously have another child that you love. That doesn't mean that you don't love that child. It just means that it's. I can't even, I don't even, I don't want to. I know. I don't We're even talking want a lot. to. Um, but w- part of my hate journal entry this week is about, you know, when, if you don't know what to say when someone dies, and it doesn't matter if they're famous, if they're not famous. Um, I can, I can hop it, on It doesn't this. matter who they are. If you don't know what to say, just say nothing. Mm-hmm. Like nothing is actually okay. You don't have to say that's tragic. You don't have to say that's so sad. You can literally, like a speed bump, just cruise right on over it. Um, yeah. There was a post on uh, a social media, and it was by an older gentleman, and he made the comment of, "Why does it take a celebrity dying with a group of people on board for us to realize that life is short?" And to which I replied, what a stupid thing to fucking say. We all know life is short. We all do ultimately know life is short. But we can't dwell on that every day. If we dwelled on that, I wouldn't leave the fucking house. I'd be so freaked out that I was going to get hit by a car. Uh, Someone's going to T-bone me. What if I choke on my fucking tuna sandwich? We know life is short. But people sharing how they feel, how it it impacts them. There are a lot of people in this world. um, One of the things that I've always said is if I get to leave this world knowing like that one person, I impacted one person do some good in this world, just one fucking person, Mm -hmm. I would be able to like lay my head down and feel okay about leaving this earth. Um, That person that you impact, you don't know the impact you have. I understand that Kobe Bryant is a celebrity. That's not for me to tell his story. It's also not for me to know what kind of impact he had. Right. L.A. is a very 
uh, tricky little bird because there's very wealthy people and then there are the very, very poor, very, very poor. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of young men, a lot of young youths that grow up with no fathers that barely have one parent that's working two jobs. Right. And maybe basketball was their fucking jam. And maybe they looked up to that motherfucker. Maybe they that's only grew up point. to be five foot eight. But you know what? <laughs> he, that guy's drive made them fucking uh, obtain their bachelor's degree. Maybe it made them want to become a better person than their dad or was. Or maybe they you just don't joined the know. high school team. And it doesn't it, matter. It, yeah. it, it, we don't know, right? That's not for me to fucking say. Right. If someone else really feels like Kobe Bryant... Or the other coach that was on the on board, or the other the the mom that was on board, or mm-hmm. any of those people truly impacted their lives from a faraway place. Right. That is no. That is not for any of us to judge. No. You can't judge someone else's grief. So just be mindful when you see things like that. It's easy to be like, well, I mean, he's a celebrity. Come on. I mean, he lived 41 great lives. That doesn't mean that he, it's his death. Was he only 41? He was only 41. Damn. That doesn't mean that his life, his death is going to impact people any more or less. Right. Unfortunately, the people that were on the plane, they're just not as famous, right? So yes, but that's not saying that their lives didn't impact people. Their lives impacted people. There are people in their city, in their town, Mm -hmm. the people that went to their high school that are truly impacted it by it so it's just be a little sensitive when you hear about even celebrities dying because you don't know there are people out there when oprah winfrey dies oh god forbid today's her birthday by the way happy birthday oh happy happy birthday and i know that oprah's gonna live to like 99 109 years old and i hope that she lives a very full life but when that wonderful woman Mm. passes the outcry is going to be giant, right? We already know that. There are yeah. going to be people who are like, I watched her when I was a baby, yeah. when I was a little kid, my mom and I bonded. That's not for me to shit on. You don't right. need to shit on other people's happiness. Right. So just everybody fucking cool it. Just Look fucking cool it. Look how sad everybody was when Marilyn Monroe died. Right? I mean, honestly. Truly. And hers was a drug overdose. She was out here fucking. Out here fucking. Our presidents. Our presidents. Our baseball players. Our baseball players. Producers. And I'm not slut shaming her. I'm just telling the facts. No, no. These are hard cold facts. Seriously. And she died of a drug overdose. People died, lost their minds when Anna Nicole Smith died. And let's not act like. I took that one pretty hard. It's pretty. (laughs) And like, listen, lovely woman. She had a lot of problems and had a kid. She deserved to live her life just like the fucking rest of us. Does that mean I should shit on someone who was like crying, who didn't even know her? No. That is absurd. You get to feel however you feel about someone that you didn't even get to meet ever in your life. I don't know how they fucking impacted you. And you know what? There is a lot of hopelessness in this world. Yeah. There is a lot of very, fucking hopelessness. Very true. And people these days, in any day and age, have used a lot of celebrities or famous people as almost like a kite to hold on to. Like, yeah. there, there is a chance that my life could be better. Yeah. There is a chance that my life could be like his life, her life, whomever's life. And it's not for us to shit on people after they have died, regardless of how you fucking feel about them. Right. And That's all I'll say. Yeah. Or like how much you think it's important or not. Right. I mean, ultimately, right? Right. Um, yeah. So that, I'm sure that was a hot topic. So we're sad for the, the Bryant family. And the other all of the families. families, it's just so awful. And yeah. I'm 
And I also feel bad for all of the people on Twitter who have to, or not just Twitter, all of the social media facets who are going to have to say crazy things. Not just like, hey, I'm sorry, this is awful, but just like all the other things that will like spin Yeah, which is Which is wild. I mean, someone lost their husband. Mm -hmm. Someone lost their wife. Someone lost their fucking mom and dad. Like, fucking cool it, you guys. Fucking cool it. And I just think it is always when a celebrity dies, it is always a reminder. It just wakes you up a little bit. You're not going to hear about the person down the street who tragically died. You're going to hear about a world-renowned basketball player. Right. It's going to ring around the world, and it's going it to be a reminder for everybody around the world. Because if he killed somebody, if he would have killed somebody, you would have heard about it. If he would have T-boned somebody, you'd have heard about it. If he would have cursed somebody out in the street, you'd have heard about it, right? Some things that like may be inconsequential to like the people in our neighborhoods, right? Mm-hmm. I may not know about every car accident that happens in my neighborhood. That's because they're not fucking famous, right. okay? I don't know what to tell you guys. It is what it is. No one's saying that Kobe Bryant's life is more important than my neighbor's life. That's not what, not what anyone's saying. It's just his life was so much more public. Yeah, I you know, feel so that. it's very sad, and it actually makes grieving ten times harder because I can't imagine. I'm going to tell you guys, I would go loco. I'm not joking. Like, you would need to check me into a fucking hospital and chain me down for a little bit, throw some pills in my mouth when my mouth wasn't open, Um, truly shove pills in there because I would be losing my fucking mind. And I can't imagine doing that and not being able to turn on the TV. Yeah. Open my phone. Yeah. Turn on my computer. No, totally. You know, I'm going to full circle back to another tragedy. Which is that of um, the woman's vagina? Oh, <laughs> because the only the, my last I'm gonna leave you guys until spring with my last journal entry. Your last journal entry is about vagina. I am tucking it, in for this one. It really is, and we kind of touched on it, but I really just wanted to to hone in on it. Okay, I think childbirth is totally natural and it is something we must all go through much like having a period right. or not all of us go through obviously those are choices a lot of our bodies right. can or will not i'm saying for those who actively tried to get pregnant right. natural and thing. said whether it was ivf or all the way just down to like too many marks Right. Too many trulies. Every time I've gotten pregnant, it was too many marks. I'm oh, just I always, like, <laughs> it always makes me angry, too, because I'm like, at least if you would have told me ahead of time you're trying, then I could prepare. But when I'm like, hey, you want a truly? And you're like, huh, uh, so here's the thing. Thing. It's I a get thing. real annoyed. Remember when it yeah. was the rodeo? You oh. knew right away. Oh, I knew. My first... When I first got pregnant, it was hilarious. I saw Black Mamba at the rodeo, and we went up to the beer cart naturally and i'm pregnant and i knew and she was like i'm gonna get this round what do you want two blue moons right two bluesies yeah and i said nay and she immediately was like are you pregnant are you fucking pregnant (laughs) because i don't say no to a cold beer at the rodeo right i know what this friendship is yeah you know what i mean i know what you're into i guess i just i talk to so many different women and i hear so many different stories and it just always blows my mind like Right now, I feel like our peer group doesn't understand what it entails to be pregnant, be a mother, and have a child. Or excuse me, I should say, get pregnant, have the child, and then be a mother. There's been a lot of people, and I mean this in an encouraging way. I just sound really direct. It's hard. We know that. Right. But it is not a reason 
It's been done forever. It's been done forever. And I'm not saying that to be insensitive. I don't even know what I mean anymore. Can I tell you honestly, what I think you mean? Can I tell you what I'm I think you mean? I'm fucking so annoyed. Look at my face. I know you can see no, it. You people look are very just annoyed. like, you are just, when people ask me why I'm still they're working. like, what a hero. And they're, they're like a hero. I signed up for this. I like, literally knew. I could have literally had this thing sucked out two weeks in, but I chose not to. Right. Truly. I mean, and it really is that. Truly. I know. And I'm like, I'm pro-choice all the way. So this isn't right. even just like me being a hardcore but even people like after the baby right say you just like were a little bitch during your whole pregnancy and some of these things you can't help right you can't like some women have truly hard you they really just yeah, do yeah, they truly and that do. i can't argue with science there right but i can argue with your outlook i mean jesus i can't tell you i'm having a hard time right now because one we've worked all day right we're stretching at night right and I can't think of clear examples. Okay, can I can I chime in? Yeah. Can I chime in? Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the wheel and I'm gonna turn it to the left so that you can look at it now from my end. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I always find it very interesting when it comes to mom groups yeah. that I'm a part of. I'm a part of several different mom groups. Yeah. Uh, I would say four different mom groups. And I will say kind of across the board, and this is not me trying to make anyone feel guilty. This is not I'm just telling you what I observe. Yeah. Okay. And I love your opinion because you have not had a child right. by birth. No baby has been out of this vagina. And so you have a very clear, I feel like you still have this clear. Yes, because like, I, like I've said before, yeah. and I'm being very serious, like I'm a brand new caddy. Like, you know, when you go on to the Range Rover lot mm-hmm. and you know how there's like, there's like the Range Rover that's outside of like being displayed like on a Rocky Mountain to show you like, oh, it's versatile. That's not my pussy. That's like, that's like, that's like one mom who's had one baby pussy right there. Okay. And then you have like maybe the like regular cars on the lot. Right. And those are like moms who's had like several babies. Right. They like, they already know what they're doing. They're ready to go. They're gassed up. Mm -hmm. They're ready. Mm -hmm. I'm the bitch inside of Range Rover behind the glass where you, we've all thought, how do they get this in here? Mm hmm. That's my pussy. My pussy's like, we have been through nothing, bitch. Okay? We have had no trauma. Um, we've had no, like, accidents. I've never had, like, an accident. Right. Oh, oopsie, whoopsie, one right. slip past the goal. Like, this pussy scene, me, my man, and a fucking gynecologist. Like, that's yeah. it, really. Yeah. Um, so I find it interesting that, like, when I talk to other moms, they will all do this thing where they joke a lot. About, like, being a mom. Yeah. But the jokes are, like, you know, like, um, the jokes are directed (laughs) to women who've only ever had children. Like, life is so difficult that Mm -hmm. only you other women are going to understand Mm -hmm. what life is like with a child. Like, my life is just so wild that, like, this joke about a six-pack only makes sense (laughs) to these women who've had one, two, or three children. Right. And it's like, well, that's not necessarily true, right? Like, your life is different. Right. right. And it is more complex in a lot of different ways. But so is mine. My life is no different or more or less complex. Right. Now, my life is complex for different reasons. Right. Right? Right. Maybe I don't have three diaper changes, three different kids that I'm changing diapers every five minutes. You know, I may have a different 
outlook, yeah. but I'm still like a mother. I'm still a stepmother. Yes, I'm absolutely. still raising Keek. Totally. Like, uh, yes, my vagina has not been through any trauma. Right. But that doesn't change the fact that as an intellectual woman, I understand like what you're going through. I yeah. understand. A thousand percent. I, I try to make things. I've always said to you, like, if I can make anything anything easier for you well, or you riddle, whatever. Riddle me this, as yes. I like to say, mm-hmm. because this is it kind of is hopping on with your point. I just don't understand. And I get like and you would think because I get a lot of compliments on this that it wouldn't be so I wouldn't have such basically a stank ass attitude about it. <laughs> I'm just being honest. But like when people are like, oh, you're still doing your makeup and your hair. Yes. I'm just so curious. I'm like, obviously the time with kids, like, yes, there are days where it is like, oh, I'm very hectic. Oh, my gosh. Very hectic. Like it's it can't happen. Right. I've been up against that where I'm like, oh, that was a humbling moment. Right. Very much so. When I used to judge, you know, a woman who looks like a trash can now and i knew her back in the day right we all saw that girl back in the day we're like gorgeous oh she really had it all and then she had those kids and it was a real (laughs) Real frumpy pumpkin slippery slope right you're like why are you wearing boot cut jeans it is 2018 stop stop it what the actual fuck is going have you watched television are those sketchers i didn't know people are still making their own clothes (laughs) fuck Ah, it really bothers me it really bothers me and either way i'm just saying ladies i know a lot of you who listen are moms and i know you get those you are bad just don't forget you're a bad bitch just because you had a hard child labor that is like another stripe on you like a good one like you're a bad bitch like own that shit but oh my god, it's like these sob stories after sob stories after sob stories, and I'm sorry. I feel like I'm a part of the club now. Now I get to talk shit to you because it's really, it's just not that bad. Like I need you to go in for me because again, Fuck, I'm man. like inside the store, so I can't be the Range Rover no, like honking can't. my horn and like you beeping. are just supporting me. They're just at like, this point. yeah, they're just like, <laughs> bitch, shut the fuck up. Your pussy's been through nothing, and I get that. I am not trying Ugh. to compare my woes with your woes i guess that's my point is that like you know what it is it It goes yes this goes all the way back to the beginning of our topic the reason why i'm a little fresh annoyed at this point is it's because you go in right i'm pregnant i'm working you go in with a headache right and then there's another person yes whose headache was just so fucking much worse right and i'm just and i'm i guess when the pregnancy game i'm just so over Hearing this shit. Well, it's like, I'll be like, uh, my back hurts. And someone will be like, well, until you've carried a nine-month baby. For si- Dude, Literally. that's what you signed up for. Literally. I, this back pain is just like fresh back pain. I don't even know what I did. Yeah. I think I stretched wrong. But like, you signed <laughs> up for a baby. That's not my issue. Like, I don't, I can't, you can't compare your woe with my woe. I don't know. I didn't tell I you to get knocked it's up. It's just been bugging me so bad lately because I'm probably, it's, this is probably what it is. And I should stop being a stink-ass hoe about it. Is I'm clearly nine months pregnant. Oh, you're ready. So people are like throwing me some bizarre sympathy, right? Trying... Does it feel weird? It's annoying. Because you're still like coding around a baby. I don't like weak people. Okay, so this is our problem. This is Maybe our no, we're this the is problem. Me, I think it's me because when yeah. you are saying something to me about how hard I'm working and how basically sad you are for me and how you could never 
be me in that but position you because you could. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying to everybody is I'm like, it's really just you. I mean, I know I'm insane. I know that I don't feel right. things on a correct level. Right. I can I can be humbled and say that. But okay. what I'm, another thing is, but when women are like, oh, God, on these online forums, dude, I gotta just shoot you some. I read them at night and laugh and go to bed. I can't believe you even read them. Because I feel like such a bad bitch when I'm done reading them. I go to bed. Like, any anxiety I had from the outsider, it's gone. It's gone. Well, it's like whenever I read, like, little memes or shit where it's like, you'll never understand how hard it is to be a woman until you have been in labor for 45 hours. And I'm like, that's not true. <laughs> I know exactly. I pinched a nerve last week. Well, it's like, I know how hard it is to be a fucking woman. Also, what are you talking about? Like, of course I know how fucking hard it is. Just because I didn't pop a baby out of my pussy doesn't mean that my pussy has any less problems than your fucking pussy. Guess what? Ding dong. It's me. Once the baby's out, your pussy's the same as my pussy again. Well, it's literally great. that's the same problems again. I know, dude. I can't. I wish I could pinpoint it. I'm just so annoyed. It's just an annoyance that has not stopped, and I can't wait until after. No, I'm glad that you said it because as a woman, it doesn't. I wouldn't say that it annoys me. I just find it interesting that women find that unless you've had a baby, it's almost like I I fit into the weird gray area where it's like. Like, no, we know you're a woman because you have tits and a pussy and shit. Like, we can see that. But, right. like, are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or when are somebody you? looks at me and they're just like, God, the kids, right? When their kids are being pieces of shit and right. they're like, don't care. And I'm like, I feel it. But at the same time, like, no, I don't know where you're coming from. You need to right. just, like, sack up and, and do more. Right. Has anybody ever told you that? Like after you no, in labor for forty out for for fucking five hundred hours, it's just what you have to do. This is what it is. Do you remember? This is what I it want is. You to rewind. I want you to rewind. Rewind to our God friends. Damn it. Do you remember before any of you had kids? And I had Keek, and she was probably around five or six, somewhere around there. And I think I would bitch to you guys all the time. I'd be like, "You guys have no idea." She's having all of a sudden nightmares. I don't know what's happening. She's keeping us up at night. And you women looked at me like I was fucking high. Like, okay, is it that bad? Like, she's five years old. What's the problem with being a five-year-old? Like, she should be self-sufficient. She should, like, be making her own food. And she should be put tucking herself in and showering herself. Like, that's not how it works, okay? I grew up with two younger sisters, like... I was basically a foster care mom. <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding you. My parents. But when you have an only kid, only children are, are a different breed because I'm they are needy yeah. as a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So it's not the same as being like, I grew up with sisters and they were like, it was just all of us against my mom. Like my mom against all of us. Yeah. But like when there's one of you, like Franco. you're just kind of looking around all the time. <laughs> you're kind of looking around all the time. She'd look around all the time. It's like, I don't know what's happening. Where do I fit in? What do I do? Yeah. That's you know, true. a lot of questions. She had a lot of questions. And so you have to remember when it's one kid, you're their everything. You're their entertainment. You're yeah. their beginning. You're their yeah. end. You're their middle. Yeah. That was a lot for me who did not push her out of my pussy. I didn't push her out of my fucking vagina. It is hard to And I'm that. here signing up for the fucking long haul here, reading fucking bedtime stories, trying to convince her to go to sleep. Why won't she go to sleep? And to love you. In the middle of fucking... <laughs> Wait, did you hear? Was that her? 
That wasn't her. Because you're like extra cautious. Well, my dick says it was her, so now it's done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, my dick uh, is on to something. My, di- <laughs> my dick said it was her, so this sex is done. You know what I mean? It's a lot of yeah. like shit you, you just kind yes. of fucking find out. Yes. So it's like I just remember a bunch of women looking at me like I was fucking nuts. And then when everyone had their first fucking kid, everyone was just like, oh my God, this is the hardest job I've ever done. Oh, and I was had like. Their first kid in there and just like, oh my God, you know when they like sniffle and then like the tears aren't coming down and then it's like hair and then it's like their tooth and then it's like other ears again and it's just like a lot and you're like I don't know I just feel like people really make shit harder than it needs to be you just do it you, you just, just love your kid fucking do and it. just do it That's my it. doctor told me two days ago Kane has a bead in his ear is what a bead a bead a bead in his ear he's got a bead in his ear and uh <laughs> Are you asking me if I took him in because he was, like, rubbing his ear or, like, I was concerned kiss about anything? No. It was his three-year appointment. They called me, told me I need to bring him down. I said, glad I set that on a Monday because I'm off. So I walked in. Okay. I've never spent more than 15 minutes in a doctor's office with my child. Right. Like, you're vax. Vax. Sh- she said, open is he your cool? Mouth. Open right. your mouth. Like how much do you weigh? How tall are you? You're Make on the sure you're on little the, balls it. are dropping nicely. That's it. And that's it. He's in and out. Right. First things first. She pops on the stethoscope. Tells me she found a heart murmur. <laughs> and uh, thank God after a little research, you're like, okay. They're pretty so common. she's like, yeah. yeah. She's yeah. like, you know, and she explains it to me. But you're talking to somebody who's only ever seen you. Uh, right. Collectively in three years, right. what's 15 minutes times five appointments? <laughs> it's not a lot of minutes, right. I'm telling it's you It's not that. a lot of minutes. Maybe an hour. Right. I was in this doctor's office for an hour and a half, and then she Whoa. pops in the ear thing, and she's like, yeah, well, there's a, a bead in his ear. And I said, well, fuck me. Can I see it? So she had to do the thing. Sure enough. It's a little white pearl in there. <laughs> Where the fuck did he even get the bead from? I'm not fully convinced it's a bead. The only thing I'm trying to say is... <laughs> okay, so I want you to circle back because this goes back to us being sociopaths. No. Not being able to sympathize with someone else's well, pain. The thing is... I mean, is like, he's if not... he's still listening to cartoons, no. fine. Blasting. That's what I'm saying. Dude, like, he's been carrying around his baby karaoke machine and like his sound is not off. You know when your sound's right, off? Right, right. Like it's your pitch off. is off? No. Like his pitch is no. perfect. So we got them all lined up to get them all fucking taken care of. But my point Did is... Did they get the beat out? No, we got to do that tomorrow. Cool. Um, <laughs> But they tried. That was fun. That was a it's fun... It's painful. You know, it's not fun. It's not fun. And it didn't work. So right. that was extra fun. Right. My point is, is obviously my kid's being traumatized. I'm being fucking traumatized. Right. But at the end of the day, this is what I signed up for. I had a little boy. I have another one on the way. There's going to be beads and cars. The other day, he's taking a bath. And I said, what are you doing? Because he was sitting up kind of weird. And he goes, I'm putting Jackson Storm, which is a Cars character. Up like his a, butt. Up my butt. Uh-huh. He said uh-huh. it just like that. Uh-huh. Straight faced. Straight Like, I was the dumb bitch who needed to be notified. Like, I was last to the info desk. Right. And they were closing, but he stayed extra to let me know what was happening. Uh, I'm just saying, again, all of these things, I I know. I knew mentally. I signed up for this. I signed up, and I'm not shocked. 
I'm not. It's just um, another thing to handle. It's just another thing to handle. And I just feel like with the anxiety of of uh, just people around us sometimes, it just, I feel like sometimes you just got to relax, you guys. But can I say this, though? I'm going to yeah. say this, though. Just in the defense of the Range Rovers that are, like, out on the lot. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of women who maybe are only children or maybe their parents weren't as, like, they were just, like, middle of the road. Maybe they weren't, like, super mommy, but they weren't, like, shit parents either. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So sometimes, like, There's as a, a mom, there is a lot. So sometimes it's hard as a woman because you don't have anything to grasp onto, like, from another woman on how to do this shit. So you really think, like, when Ian told you that he found out that he told you that coffee was a diuretic and it blew your mind. (laughs) There are some moms that are like, did you know the first shit that a true baby takes is wild? And like, you're like, yeah, duh. But they're like, no, no. But like my baby shit was wild. I think, you know what? You You know what I mean? You're so onto something. I'm glad we always have So, like, I don't want anyone to, like, think that I'm, like, shitting on them being, like, I'm not. I'm just saying, like. That's so true. I guess what I'm I'm sick of hearing, and it even goes back to the husband, ladies. I'm sorry I'm using moms as a pinpoint. I'm just, obviously, I'm I'm toasted. Going through it. You're going through it. In my feelings, I just, I am. But you're right. I'm just so sick of everybody else's shit being the most wild. That's all. That's what you're annoyed with. You're just I'm annoyed. annoyed with I'm just annoyed. everyone, including Ian, yes. being like, did you know that coffee was a diuretic? This was the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> right, right. It really was. Right. Because there's... He's like, did you know macchiatos oh instantly make you want to shit? And you were like, yeah, no, duh. Like, I know I'm nine months pregnant, and if somebody else gives me a hot tip on how to get labor started, <laughs> a hot tip, I'm just going to fucking lose my mind. Yeah. You know, like... Mm-hmm. Stop making jokes. Um, I not, There's a mom out there, and I won't mention her by name at all, ever. Uh, but I will tell you one thing I love about her. So when I uh, was, you know, really, we were coming down to D-Day, and it was like, all right, well, I can't have kids. Yeah. Like, this is a thing. Yeah. And Bill and I talked about adopting. We talked about a lot of different yeah. things. And uh, this girlfriend of mine, I fucking love her so much. She looked at me in the face, and she has... I feel like I know exactly where this is going. She she has two kids. And she looked at me one day and she was writing and uh, she put down her pen and she looked at me and she goes, don't fucking do it, dude. You're the fucking worst. (laughs) Kids are the worst. Okay, seriously. Free up your fucking time. Listen, you're looking at it from the wrong end. (laughs) Think about this. You can drink every night of the fucking week. If someone says to you, hey, you want to go to Maui, you want to go to uh, Vegas, True. you want to go to Mexico tomorrow, you can say without yeah. a thought in your head, "Yeah, yes. Yeah, there's like, a lot of Like, your kid is going to be, as you get older, she's getting older, she's going to be out of the house, and you're still going to be, like, banging, like, no wrinkles, no fucking gray hair, True. not four of her running around. Like, you are, True. you have a perfect situation. Your situation is perfect. You have a kid. Yeah. She loves you. You love her. You've helped raise her. Raise her. You guys have an amazing relationship. She's going to be out of your life. Not out of your life, but out of your home in a few short years. Enjoy that time you have now. And when her ass is gone, enjoy. Kick up those deuces. All four parents, kick up your heels and enjoy yourself. Yeah. You know where I thought that was going? Mm. I thought it was <laughs> going to, because this has happened when, you know, somebody is infertile or having a lot of hard times getting right. pregnant. Right. Is someone who doesn't have an MD telling you just to ride it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? She's like, 
Oh, um, you can't get pregnant? You're not having kids? Well, what you should do is have sex on the harvest moon. Right. Riding it backwards. Right. And then you don't eat any pizza for four days. Well, because so that's the other thing, too, is like if you think you're it's like, annoying to have genius. a woman say to you, like, this is what you should do to like kick off your labor. Try being a woman and not having a baby and having women constantly say, like, well, have you tried this? Well, have you tried that? Have you tried turmeric? Mixing turmeric in with the pussy juice <laughs> and like shooting up some sperm up there and getting knocked up? Have you also tried like doing it like in like higher elevation? One or word: probiotics. Like, Jesus, yes. Don't you think me and my <laughs> vagina have tried everything? I mean, come on. Yes, you guys. I don't want to leave you on a negative note. I love all of you. Oh, I'm sorry. We're changing it from week to week. Uh, please end it on a high note. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. I am going to. I'll probably be out for about four weeks. Yes. You should see me beginning of March. First yes. week of March, I'll be back. Um, you never know. I might even have a kid here on my titty while I'm talking all this oh shit in God, the world. Oh, my God. Don't even get me excited. Yeah. So, don't even get me excited. You guys, all of this isn't good fun. I respect and love no, all of warrior women out there. I know it is hard. I just. We like to come around and fuck around. I like so, to roast and toast. And I'm not, not a. Yeah. And I'm not a big pussy. I'm going to fucking be here. Be square. I heard not there. a peep from you. I will tell you, you had little baby Kane. Yeah. You said to me, I think I might go into labor in the next day or two. I think it's coming. I feel it. I said, okay. I didn't hear from you. Yeah. And then at like 1230 at night or one of them, I can't remember, something like that on a weekend, my phone buzzed and I was asleep and I put my head up and Ian had texted me a picture of him and the baby with, again, as I still would like to say, was super inappropriate with no shirt on, having skin to skin contact. Ian, <laughs> I've told you before. Well, unfortunately, we get it, you have a six yeah. pack. Everybody knows about your six pack and he just wants his baby. And like we said, no baby ever has been like, give me that. Let me snuggle up to those let me, sixers. Let me, let me snuggle into that sixer and just get fucking fill up daddy. Oh, yeah. So you were very it was as I'm very excited to meet this baby. I'm yeah. excited to see what this one's going to look like. I'm so happy for you guys. You are truly like a badass bitch because you truly have, do not complain about being pregnant ever. So which I think is ironic because if I were pregnant you have to know I'd be complaining all the time. I think you would, but I feel like it would be like more hilarious. Than oh, it for is, sure. Like, this stuff, like this, is like real stuff. Like people, like literally borderline. I'm like, do you want me wheeling around in a wheelchair? <laughs> like, but you know what's funny fuck, is it's man. I'm not gonna go back to it again. But what's funny is other moms do it to moms. It's not even really people who aren't pregnant because people who aren't pregnant are like, oh, I think it's well. other like weak-minded people who want to latch on with other weak-minded people, who are like, wasn't it like the hardest thing of your life? Like hashtag mom boss. Or what do you say to made? a woman who looks you in the eyes and goes, wasn't this the hardest thing you've ever done? I tell him no. <laughs> no, it's not. Not even close. <laughs> I thought the fucking, oh, I did the HCG diet one time for three weeks. <laughs> I did it real, too. I did paleo. I did paleo, athletic paleo. Have you ever done athletic paleo? No. It's a completely different ball game. I no. did that for six months. Bitch, that was hard. No, dude. I did HCG, which is 500 yeah. calories a day for three weeks with the little drops. For sure. Vinegar. Don't know. <laughs> for I'm just sure. saying. Right. I have actively starved myself right. for three weeks. That was hard. Stopping carbs and not drinking any alcohol? I lost brutal. 18 pounds in three weeks. Kept it off. Hard. 
hard. Very difficult. Now that is hard, dude. That's hard because I'm it's being not dead like, serious. And you got to bang a body. You got to bang a body after. Oh it. my god, changed my life. I lost all that summer course lightweight. This has been nine months of like chilling. I mean, you know, I've probably gone to Taco Bell more in this pregnancy than I've been to Taco Bell in my entire life. Oh, every time I talk to you, I always ask you. Do you want? You're like, I'm going to the, <laughs> going to the it's TV. It's a special Do thing because she has one close to her house, and you know that I also share a love for Taco Bell. Uh, yeah, truly, I do. And you know what I love is like me and you aren't disgusting Taco Bell people, where it's like a plethora. We have like one thing, one thing, and I'm super happy. And it's just like so it doesn't feel like disgusting. There's just like I appreciate you. No, no, because oh. we're very much. The same uh, of course, that. but um, no, I don't think this is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Well, I think it is sometimes the most annoying. I could see that not Fresh sleeping annoyed. on my stomach, which just seems like the pits. But you're gonna have a little baby. Also, I was gonna ask you, do you know what you're naming the baby yet? Yes, we are naming the baby Dax. Oh my god, how did you not tell me? Um, I, I don't think I asked. Well, that's a great fucking name, yeah. We're naming the baby Dax. So my first great. son is Kane. Next baby Dax. And if he, we really, if he's born on Valentine's Day, which is his <laughs> due date, we are going to name his middle name Romeo. Okay. Well, Dead. now we're making a left turn. Uh, I really want this baby to be born on my birthday. Really selfishly. I know. Like, it's not going to be born But I don't want him to come too early. <laughs> really? You don't well, know shit. Honestly, okay? I don't. This baby could come at any moment. That's true. But then again, I don't so want you my to have my birthday said. party. But I also like want you to be sober. Your birthday party is going to be at a really fun place that I don't particularly care to be. I'm going because I love you. I love this location. We'll talk about it next week, you guys. I'll I'll, I'll fill you guys in on all of the birthday shenanigans. Yes. I'm turning the big three seven, and I look. Two seven. All right, guys, that is going to wrap it up for this episode of the Hate Journals. Our goodbye episode to AP. She will be back in March, hopefully. Um, you guys, we have a sweepstakes going on right now. Go onto our Instagram. It is your chance to win mm-hmm. a free full set of lashes, honey, from Riri Aesthetics. It's classics. Classics. <laughs> We're not blowing any weaves away over here. All right. Go onto our Instagram, follow the instructions, enter to win. What fucking, sh- what what scuff is it off your ass? You know, it takes a few seconds of your fucking time. And, and they, she and is they bomb. Like she really is bomb. She's bomb. Yeah, she she's really is. fast. Yep. We love her. Absolutely love Amber. And she kills it. She kills it on the one-two every time. So you guys, go onto our Instagram, follow the instructions. We will be... Um, posting the winners in about two weeks uh and i'll also announce it on the show as well you guys know what to do if you have any questions you can always email us at the at gmail.com of course you follow us on twitter at the hate journals and of course twitter hate journals we love you guys and i will see you next week with our guest host for february we love you guys bye bye